Rob, I have a very important update about Rob the Roomba. And I'm not sure. I, I guess because okay. we talked about the Roomba last time, I immediately, and it was brand new, I immediately left recording with you two weeks ago, set up the Roomba, and promptly named it Rob in the app, in the Roomba app, and started using it. And I got to say, I'm kind of liking having the Roomba. It's, it's a little bit like my little robot buddy that hangs out with me all day when I'm here by myself working. Uh, I, that, that kind of sounds sad. I guess that is kind of sad, but I do have the Roomba to keep me, to keep me company. It, I did put a lot of effort into trying to find somewhere I could send you a cardboard cut out of my head, but it was a, it was a fruitless, um, fruitless, uh, research expedition. That would have been pretty good. Cause I did talk to someone, I was talking to Alex a few days ago. And he said, well, have you put eyes on it yet? Or like a smiley face? And I told him I hadn't. And he said, well, you got to do that. Uh, so I, I do need something for my Roomba to make it a little animated a little bit, I guess. But um, here, here are, let me, let me uh, summarize my thoughts and feelings about the Roomba. The Roomba does a very good job at sucking things up, as it should. A little too good a job on a couple of our area rugs in our house where I realized it was sucking up an awful lot of fuzz from the carpet, which is, I guess, good, but it also tends to clog it up and fill it up faster, and I just assume it's picking up pure dirt and not necessarily just fuzz from the rug. <laughs> I'm hoping that it defuzzes my rug without making it look bad and destroying it, and and that then it, it does a better job of doing that room without actually having to stop and be emptied constantly, which is what I've been doing while I'm working. Uh, the, the alternative to that is that I've got it on a schedule, and I can have it just do kind of like the hardwood full. I can at, basically tell it to avoid the room with the fuzzy rug and do the other parts, and it can do that like in the middle of the night. But I also realized having a Roomba going in the middle of the night, it doesn't handle the dark super well. It tends to get uh, lost or stuck. It says it's stuck, but it's not really stuck. It goes home because it gets frightened by the dark. <laughs> so, I, so I have some home kit lights in the, in, on our first floor. So I set up a schedule in, ho- in the home app to turn the lights on for a couple of hours in the middle of the night while the Roomba is doing its, its job and then shuts, it, shuts themselves back off after a couple hours. So there's a whole thing going on here. And the Roomba doesn't work out of the box with HomeKit. You would have to use something like HomeBridge, which I'm not going to bother doing that. But it does work with IFTTT. However, I have found that the scheduling system built into the iRobot app is more than enough for my needs. I can schedule it for a time of day. I can schedule different areas that it can go into. I can just tap a button to get it started if I'm home. And it also allows me to have it fire up the minute that I leave the house, which would be great if I was living by myself. But the fact is, that if it's like the weekend and I go out and run an errand, that thing will start going while everybody's home and nobody wants that. So have, haven't, turned, <laughs> haven't turned that off. I think that's like the story of so much technology. It's like, it does all these cool things when you leave the house. It's like, well, yeah, that's cool if you live by yourself, but you know, and people do, but a lot of people don't too. So it's not super helpful to have things turn off without being smart about whether other people are around in the house at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, you definitely don't want that triggering when there's other people in the house or sleeping or doing whatever they're doing. 
um, just because you've gone out for a sandwich or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Rob, we should probably talk about about um, games because we've been playing a lot of games. I've well, I've been playing a little bit of games and you've been playing some games. So, yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good summary of, of where we're at. I well, <laughs> and you caused me to play a game that that you I don't think I even told you about because it was very roundabout because one day Federico said to me, he's like, have you seen this Hot Wheels game? I was like, no, I have What are you talking about? And I was like, really? Hot Wheels? He said, yeah, Rob was talking about it in the, in the Club Max Stories Discord. And I was like, hmm, all right. I hadn't been in the video game channel for a while. So I went and checked out what you were saying about it. And, of course, uh, you were excited about it because it has a DeLorean in it, <laughs> which... Right. I mean, as I said in the in the disc, I'm kind of obligated. Right. You're going to gonna play it, it regardless, um, like because as a Delorean. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, it's a really good game. It's fun. It's there's like the nostalgia factor of these old, these old, uh, you know, cars from my youth, I guess. And it, there's a lot of things to do in the game. You know, I don't know, customizing your cars and running all these different tracks. And it's got kind of a mission system and all that. I, I like it. It's it's a lot of fun and it's it's easy. I mean, I just a lot of with these kind of games. I don't. I mean, I I actually have it set on easy mode right now. I mean, I know I'll admit to that because I just wanted to sit down and play a few races the other fr- last Friday. I think it was, and it was a lot of fun and I uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I think it wasn't next on my list. I had some other games, but I think this is going to be next on my list. When I finish Deathloop, I'm just going to pick this up. Because um, I watched, I think, a couple of reviews mm-hmm. from different places. And, it, yeah, I mean, it just just looks fun. That's kind of what I want. It's just like a fun racing game. I don't... And, and some of the reviews were like, oh, you know, there's not that much to do outside of certain things. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to race cool cars where yeah, stupid I- tracks in you know garages and bedrooms yeah and God i like knows that it's else. not like one of those hyper realistic games because i don't like driving games that are like driving real cars they're they're just too complex and a little too fussy i just don't care enough about cars i guess for to be the kind of person that likes those games i prefer these where it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's more closer to mario kart in that sense where it's like yeah you've got these controls and they're they're toy cars so the the physics aren't like hyper realistic or whatever but the, but it's still a lot of fun in the same way that like playing burnout or something like that is super fun to drive around really fast and crash your cars and stuff and you can do similar things here. Yeah, definitely. Well, as, as I say, that'll be my the next thing I buy when I finish, which is the next thing on the list, Deathloop, um, which I am still not that far through, I don't think. Um, the game, it, it's kind of hard at the beginning. It doesn't, it's not really obvious, like, what you're supposed to be doing, and um, I think there's a few instances where you you're supposed to die, you know, like I, I died uh-huh. halfway through a thing. And I was like, well, I think maybe I was supposed to, cause it actually progressed the story. So I think, um, you know, I think no matter what I would have done, I would have died at that point. Um, but I've started getting into it now and it is, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's some reviews that are like, this is a masterpiece <laughs> of a yeah. game. And I'm like, it's fine. Like it is a good game, but it's not, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would say to be like, just watch a review. If it looks like something you're going to be interested in, then great. But like, don't don't believe whatever this hype is that people think this is some masterpiece of a game because it's just it's it's good, but it's not 
it's not the best. Yeah, game I think world. it got a lot of hype because of the style and visuals and music and stuff like that. Just beyond the gameplay, you know what I mean? That I guess that and the concept. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't really like first person games mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I like I, I very very rarely play them because it's just not. I much prefer third person perspective, but. Um, you know, when I'd read the reviews and stuff, I thought, you know, this is a game I do want to play. And it, and it is fun, and the story's good, and, um, you know, the voice acting's really good and stuff right. like that. But um, but I have found it a little bit confusing, because there is a lot going on, and, you know, you've got, like, the weapon upgrade system, and I think I threw away one of, like, the key components that I was supposed <laughs> oh, to be no. collecting the other day, because I just didn't understand the UI at all. Um, I mean, it's fine, because it's a loop. I can just go back and get it. You know, when I finish the loop and go back yeah, the next day. I, yeah, I haven't um, really dived into that yet. I watched my son play a little bit, and I, I don't know. It, I think it might be harder than I, than I want to play, but I don't know. I, I'll definitely get to it because we have it. Nice, nice. Yeah, so that that's what I've been playing, and you've had a, had a little. Bit I of did. Hot I had a little Hot Wheels, and then um, I was watching the reviews today for Metroid Dread, which is coming out very soon, kind of alongside the. OLED switch and I saw some digital a digital foundry review of the switch as well I'm pretty excited about this I think the OLED screen if you're a portable mode player which is how I play most of the time with the switch the OLED seems to be a very big upgrade and really the best portable the best screen for a portable gaming device that's ever been made is pretty much how digital foundry put it now you know it's competing against things like the uh I don't know the the 3ds XL and and the Vita, which was that which came out years ago. There aren't a lot of other portable gaming devices that are of more recent vintage, at least from the big players. But it looks really nice. the 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 actual insides perform really exactly the same as before because all the internals are really the same. I mean, all it really adds is this newer newer dock that has a an Ethernet port a new stand on the back of the switch and then the OLED screen, which is bigger. It's seven inches. So it kind of goes edge to edge or nearly edge to edge and looks a lot nicer and sleeker. And I guess has terrific contrast and really nice colors as well. So I have one on order. I'm looking forward to it coming and Metroid dread is going to be the first thing I play on it because it has a lot of, you know, a lot of dark scenes, a lot of vibrant colors. And I think it's got from what I've read, it is perfect, a perfect match for the screen that's been added to the new Switch. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, de- it definitely seems like, like, yeah, this is the game to play if you're getting a new OLED Switch. Like, this is the one to go for because it's, like you say, it's coming out at the same time and, and the dark scenes will make that nicer. Um, so, uh, I mean, as I said to you before recording, I've never even played a Metroid game. I don't, I don't even really know what it is. Um, but I'm glad people are excited. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> and I've been playing some of the. I like playing. I've you know I've been playing some of the Metroid games, the older ones from the GBA and stuff, as part of my retro gaming hobby that I've been diving into for the last year or so. So uh, that's what one reason I'm excited to try it because it's been a long time since there's been a, a, a Metroid game that has really gotten people excited on on any of Nintendo's platforms. Yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of yeah. retro games, well, I say retro. I mean, it's PS2 era, so it's, it's slightly there. different. Um, th- th- there's now been two very credible leaks 
um, for the PS2 Grand Theft Auto oh, trilogy. I know, I know from like uh, remaster or remake. I'm not. I can't, it's not really clear yeah, what I this heard, is going to be. I heard a rumor. The rumor about this maybe three weeks ago, something like that. I mean, it was a while ago, and there has been a rumor since then. I guess. Yeah. So there was a leak yesterday or or, or the day before. Um, and Rockstar had updated their game launcher uh-huh. on PC, um, and it now has listings for, um, I think it says something like Vice City Unreal Engine, mm. um, which is not something, um, I, I don't think there's been one on the Unreal Engine at this point, because it's normally on their own, I think it's called the Rage Engine or something, I think it's what Rockstar use. Um, and then previous to that, there was some leak from, I think it was like GeForce Now or something. Um, so it... It seems like this is definitely coming, but you know it's Rockstar. They may just announce it and say, "Yeah, it's coming next week." Um, like you know, here's yeah, the link. Go do, pre-order it or whatever. So it's, it's kind of hard to know when it's coming. Do that sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, I don't think this. I mean, this will sell a lot of copies. I think if it's if it's a reasonable remaster, it will sell a lot of copies. You know, presumably it's going to be. Oh, on yeah, PS5 I'd, be, and, I'd be up for it. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. I mean, I hope they're doing it, but it's. It'll be interesting to see if Rockstar ever does anything else. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it, they're still well. They're still on Grand. What is it? How long has Grand Grand Theft, the most current version of Grand Theft Auto, been out? The GTA what? Five. Yeah. What Five? GTA right. Five. Five's been out for it's like five eight years the, yeah. or something, hasn't it? Like Longer than that because yeah. it, I'm trying to think. It came out before I started this job, and I've been in this job. Eight oh, wow. years or so, so it's been a long while, or maybe, yeah, maybe it's about eight years actually. It might have been mm-hmm. just when I started. So, but yeah, it's been a long time, and it's about to be released on its third generation of consoles. Um, wow, so, that's amazing. Um, you know, and then they're milking online for for everything it's worth because it makes them an absolute sure. fortune. And I, you know, I get it. Like whatever, you're a business, but I want new games. I want new single player games, please. Thank you very much. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> So so, what else, Rob? What else have you been playing? I think I've kind of exhausted my my topics because I'm still in the busy season to a degree with dealing with macOS and all that stuff. Yeah, so I mean, I haven't played anything else. The the list of things I want is much longer than the things I'm ever uh-huh. going to have time to play. Um, but uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits, which is the game by Ember Lab, who you may remember, they did a like a, a live action like Majora's Mask video f- a few years ago maybe like five uh-huh. years ago or something um, and so they were an animation studio and then they decided to make this game um, and it, it looks incredible like I mean, the sort of cliche is like oh it looks like a Pixar movie but like it really does um, and it came out on digital and then there's a physical edition coming out in November which is what I'm waiting for um, because I, well, you know I like physical stuff um so I'm going to get the physical copy of that. Um, and then they're remastering Alan Wake as well, which I think came out on the 360, I want to say, um, which is a game by the same developers as Control. Uh-huh. Um, so, they, yeah, so they're remastering that. That's coming out on, I think, PS5, PS4, and Xbox, whatever the new Xbox is. Xbox <laughs> One X, is that, is that the thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Rob? I have I have something that we don't get very often on Ruminate, which is breaking news. And I just sent you in messages a tweet that I saw as you were telling me about these wonderful games that is a sandwich loaf that is being served 
for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World that is essentially baloney that has a picture of Mr. Toad embedded in it. So as you slice this meat, you get a picture of a frog with a bow tie uh, in, embedded in the meat. <laughs> and, and since... <laughs> that is horrifying. <laughs> I was. I thought I lost you there well, for a second. Uh, Your jaw was just on the floor, wasn't it? No, so uh, <laughs> forgive me because I was googling while you were talking because um, there is a a product very similar to this that they sell okay. in the UK. Um, and let me. I am. Excuse me for clicking and doing these things. Uh, I can't let's see now I can't find a link. This is why we shouldn't do things. Well alive. see, I, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take the go. opportunity to thank Matthew Panzerino, the editor in chief of TechCrunch, for tweeting this horrifying loaf of meat of pressed meat with a frog's head in it. Not a real frog, mind you, a cartoon frog's picture. Yeah, I mean it is do you know what? I'm just gonna send you a link to an image, if I can. Um, because this is how do I do this? I I add a computer as well, John. Sometimes I wonder if I even know. I'm going to send you this picture. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so this is any probably any British person okay. over about thirty. If you said to them "teddy bear ham," <laughs> they will know what this you're is talking a teddy about. Bear ham. Um, right. This was like when I was a kid. Like this was the height of of like just incredible food like you you go to the supermarket at the deli counter and they would like cut it off or you couldn't buy this in oh. packets like this had to come from the deli counter and this was like special treat <laughs> ham um I'm, i don't know if they still sell it it appears they do i could i, I found a link that seems to suggest it's still being <laughs> sold but this was like the height of of food when i was a kid like oh, if you got to go to the deli counter with your parents and pick like they'd cut some slices wow. for you see you didn't expect that we're going to be talking about processed meat in the shape of characters today did you no i'm wondering what other like face foods there are i'm not sure um, i want like, to google that you never know what might come up no what well, what's concerning me about this this disney one it's like the British one that I've sent you, you know, the, the teddy bear ham. It, it, it's all ham yes. colors, right? Like it's, you know, it's got like different, it's different shades of sort of a pink. It's, primi- and, it's like primitive compared to, to the, the Walt Disney one, which is almost as though it's been printed onto the meat. Right. I mean, it has a green bow tie and, and like the face is like a proper skin pink, like you would expect a cartoon, yes. like... It's it's very this is very upsetting. <laughs> How do you think they do that? Because <laughs> it's all the way through the meat like that. You know, I don't know. I can, who knows? But that maybe maybe you can slide out a whole sort of sausage of frog, <laughs> like because maybe they've like wrapped it in the ham. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's that boy, is... mm, that's that's something to behold. Well. That was a good way to end the Boy, show. Yeah, or maybe permanently, <laughs> but I don't know. That's like that's that's it's hard to it's hard to top something like that. I mean, we started with the meatball pizza. We end with the frog inside the ham. Um, I thought that it's it's just looking at. I it know. Like I had it. to close. I had to close that. <laughs> close the tab, as they say. Oh wow! All right. Well, that's a good show. We will uh, be back. Yeah. I was only joking. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and hopefully in a couple of weeks or at least relatively soon this mac os thing will be 
off my shoulders and I won't have to sit around writing all day, uh, which I do anyway <laughs> and I enjoy, but I don't like having something this large hanging over my head for so long. No, no, definitely not. Well, uh, yeah, we will be back in a couple right. of weeks. Maybe we'll have some Mac stuff. Who knows? With anything, anything goes on Ruminate. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, bye. All right, speak to you later.